Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey everybody, welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. We wanna welcome all of those who are watching online and those who are tuned in through our audio podcast. We are in the middle of our Moments from Matthew series and we are gonna dive right into one of the most famous stories from Matthew. It's known as the story of the transfiguration. Let's dive in. Matthew chapter 17, verses two through seven says this. As the men watched, Jesus's appearance was transformed. That's a key word. If, you're, if you have your Bible, I want you to circle that word. It was transformed so that his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Peter exclaimed, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. If you want, I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. And the disciples were terrified, and they fell face down on the ground. And Jesus came over, and he touched them. Get up, he said, and don't be afraid. This is an amazing story. And honestly, when you're reading the, the Gospel of Matthew, it just kind of pops up out of nowhere. You know, you're reading about all these miracles and you're reading about all these things, and all of a sudden, Jesus one day takes these three guys, and it's Peter, James, and John. And really, what we've called these guys, they're kind of his inner circle. He's like, they're the disciples of disciples. He's got the 12, but then he has the three, Peter, James, and John, and he takes them up on this mountain. Now, that's key. It's a key piece of information. He takes them up on this mountain, and they're just like, oh, we're going for a hike. And all of a sudden, Jesus just starts transforming, and these two uh, Old Testament heroes pop up, and things just get crazy. And these guys write this down for us to know about. And I want to tell you about four things I noticed, four observations from this text. First, there's the transformation. Then there's the revelation. There's the conversation. And there's the affirmation. There's a lot of Asians in there. So I'll say them again. The transformation, the revelation, the conversation, and the affirmation. First, we see the transformation of Jesus. So Jesus, we have to remember, you know, sometimes when we picture Jesus, you know, maybe we picture him, you know, on his throne or we picture him, uh, you know, in these old school paintings like my parents had where it's like all this, you know, he's got his face, it's real intense, and it's got this light beaming from him. But Jesus, to the disciples, looked like everybody else. He seemed like a normal man. And they go up on the mountain and it says that Jesus transforms. And that word transform is where we get our English word metamorphosis. All of a sudden, Jesus' face is shining like the sun and his clothes are beaming white. Because what's actually happening here is really cool. Jesus is taking off the cloak of his humanity and he's showing them his divinity. You see, What's cool about this, and I saw this in a, in a commentary, one of the commentators said this, the miracle isn't that Jesus went from an ordinary looking human into this extraordinary looking God. The real miracle is that he ever looked human in the first place. Somehow, 
this God, this beautiful, beautiful God, wrapped himself in human flesh and just looked normal and hid his divinity. That is amazing. Jesus is giving his disciples a glimpse into the real him, the true him, the, the, the God him, the one who's been existing with the Father since before creation itself. So we see the transformation of Jesus. The second thing we see is the revelation. Now, what's interesting is the guest, okay? So if, you have a, if you're having a, a party, Moses and Elijah is a pretty elite guest list. And so really, Moses really represents um, the law, whereas Elijah represents the prophets. But there's something else going on here. You see, I said earlier that they went up to a mountain. Now, this is very important. And all of the people reading this in the first century, Matthew was writing his epistle, his gospel, to a Jewish audience. So they would have understood these references without him having to explain them. And so what he's referring to is two events from the Old Testament. Both events are Moses and Elijah going up on a mountain and getting a special revelation of who God is. If you remember, Moses told God, he said, show me your glory. And he went up on the mountain and God hit him. And he said, I'm going to pass by, but I'm not going to let you see all of me. I'm only going to let you see part of me. And then Elijah, after he was uh, running from Jezebel, he was, he, was, he was panicked, he was upset, and God said, I'm going, to show you, I'm going to show you myself. And all of a sudden, he's on a mountain, actually the same mountain that Moses was on. He's at Mount Horeb or Mount Sinai. And what's happening is there's this storm, there's this fire, there's this wind, but God's not in all of those things. Even though God had previously been in all of those things, he comes to him in a still, small voice. You see, both those guys had a partial revelation of who God was. They had more revelation than the average person, but even their special moments in the Old Testament were partial. It's not until this moment that they get the full revelation of who God is. You see, Jesus is the special revelation. Paul puts it like this. He is the image of the invisible God. You see, Moses had to wait 1,400 years. Elijah had to wait 900 years to finally get to see the part of their revelations that they had missed out on. Jesus is the full picture of who the Father is. So you see the revelation. Then you see the conversation. It says that they're talking. Well, what are they talking about? In Luke, Luke chapter 9, verse 31, he actually tells us what they're talking about. They're talking about Jesus' crucifixion. It says that Luke tells us they're talking about the departure, the things he was going to accomplish in Jerusalem. I think this is so interesting because here Jesus is in all of his glory, but what are they talking about? They're talking about the moment that he would be humiliated, the moment that he would be rejected, the moment that he would be put to death. It's so crazy because it says that his clothes were shining like the sun, right? But just in a few short days, he would be stripped of his clothes and nailed to the cross. And here, in his glory, Jesus is thinking about his humiliation and the price that he's going to pay for you and for me. And the last thing we see here is the affirmation. So Peter, I love Peter. Uh, Peter, I feel like if I was any disciple, uh, personality-wise, it'd probably be Peter. Uh, somebody who says ridiculous things at the most ridiculous moment. And Peter he sees this guest list. He's like, well, we got Jesus. We got Moses. We got Elijah. I mean, this is the who's who of the Bible zoo. I mean, 
you know what? Let's build some tabernacles. Let's build some shrines to these guys. I mean, with Jesus, you can have one. Uh, Moses, you can have one. Elijah, you can have one. And it literally says, and Matthew tells us this, as he's talking, God interrupts him. God's like, ah, Peter, uh, calm down. (laughs) See, Peter, what he didn't realize he was doing by saying this is he was putting all three of them on equal footing. He was saying, well, I could build a shrine for Jesus, and then I could build a shrine for Moses and a shrine for Elijah. And, And the father says, hold on, Peter. Jesus is not the same as Moses. Jesus is not the same as Elijah. Jesus is greater. In fact, he's my son, and you should listen to him. You should listen to Moses, yes, you should listen to Elijah, but there's one greater, and it is my son. And when they hear this, what is it? What is it? They get so afraid, they get so afraid, and Jesus is so gracious to them. And he, he comes over and he touches them, he's like, don't be afraid, guys. I love this story because it shows us so much about the nature and the character of Jesus. So those were four simple observations. And so I just want to give you one simple application today and we'll pray. The application is this. I want you to spend time today focusing on who Jesus is. Focus on his glory. Focus on his character, his goodness. Focus on his sacrifice and focus on his strength. You see, why does this event happen? This event happens not because Jesus needs it. Jesus knows who he is. This event happens so that the disciples can get a greater revelation of the guy that they had been around every single day. You see, they kind of knew, but they didn't really know. They kind of knew that he was God. They kind of knew he was the Messiah, but they were all kind of confused. They didn't have the full revelation. But Jesus, as he's going to the cross, he wants his his disciples to know who he really is, and he wants you to know today who he really is. So my encouragement for you today is to pray and ask God to give you a greater revelation of who Jesus is. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this picture of grace that human eyes could even possibly have an opportunity to see such things. Lord, I pray for divine revelation over every person listening to this today, every person watching this today, that you would open their eyes. You would give them a mount of transfiguration moment today, that Jesus, they would see you in the same way that Moses looked to you, that Elijah looked to you, that Peter looked to you. We would look to you today, Jesus. You are not some prophet. You're not just some teacher, some moral worker. Jesus, you are the son of the most high, the one who sits on the throne. We worship you today. Show us more about who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.